Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. AVV Nation, all of YouTube, what's going on? My name is Patrick France, Senior Instructor here at VectorVest, bringing you a brand new part two of our new Technical Analysis 101 series. Well, I've been following all the comments that you guys have left me on the first one, and I'm pleased to announce that we get to talk about my favorite overbought, oversold indicator to use, and that is Stochastic Oscillator. So if you're ready to learn about the Stochastic Oscillator and see how to use it and how to put it into practice, Make sure, as always, smash that like button, subscribe if you're not already subscribed, and let's jump right into it here today. All right, welcome back, everybody. So for all the new people or people who may not be familiar with Stochastic Oscillator, first off, let's start off with the basic definition. So the stochastic oscillator is a momentum indicator comparing a particular closing price of a security to a range of its prices over a certain period of time. The stochastic oscillator is range bound between a level of 0 and 100, and typically above the level of 80 shows an overbought situation in the stock, and below the level of 20 shows an oversold situation in the stock. So while it is based off momentum, it's a great indicator to indicate when stocks are starting to look toppy or when they look like they're starting to bottom out. So let's get into a little bit more information before we jump into the software here. So if we scroll down, you can find the formula for the stochastic oscillator right here. I'm not gonna really get into it too much today because no need to do all that math for right now. But really coming down to it, so there's two levels or two lines that you typically see with stochastics. The one is called the percent K, and then the other is a percent D, which is more like that signal line. If you watch last week's MACD video, the percent K is similar to like that MACD line, for example, and the percent D is that signal line. So the percent D is a three simple moving average or three period simple moving average of percent K. So it smooths out that percent K there. Now, when you look at these indicators or when you look at stochastics, once again, you're really trying to look for overbought, oversold situations in a stock. And so one of the things when we come down here and take a look, what does the oscillator tell you? The stochastic oscillator is range bound, meaning it's always between 0 and 100. And once again, it's a useful indicator for overbought and oversold conditions. Stochastic oscillator charting generally consists of two lines. Once again, one reflecting the actual value of the oscillator for each session and one reflecting its three-day simple moving average. And because price is thought to follow momentum, the intersection of these two lines is considered to be a signal that a reversal may be in the works as it indicates a large shift in momentum from day to day. So one of the other useful benefits of using stochastic oscillators or that the divergence between the stochastic oscillator and the trending price action is also seen as an important reversal signal. So as we talked about last week with the MACD looking for divergences, stochastic oscillator can also be a great technical indicator to use to identify reversals or once again, bullish or bearish divergences. So if we scroll down a little bit more, 
You can see the history. I'm not going to get into the history too much, but it was developed back in the 1950s and is still extremely popular to this day. So it's able to withstand the test of time. And then we scroll down a little bit more. One of the other more commonly used overbought, oversold indicators similar to stochastics is the RSI or relative strength index. Now, as you can see here, the relative strength index RSI and stochastic oscillator are both price momentum oscillators that are widely used in technical analysis. And just to quickly summarize what this is saying here for you is RSI in general is better for a trending market, whereas stochastics are better for a sideways or choppy market. So once again, last thing we're going to cover here is the limitations of stochastic oscillator. And one of the big limitations of the stochastics is that you can get false signals by either seeing the stochastics start to roll over and price action doesn't really justify that yet and then starts to turn right back up. Or if it's staying in overbought territory, it may try to come up just a little bit and then start continuing to go back down. So one of the things we're gonna talk about later on in the series, once we cover all the different indicators, is combining two indicators together and getting even more insight into what's going on with the stock. And what it basically says here is that if you use another indicator to confirm or deny what you're seeing with stochastic oscillator, you can help reduce those false signals and help give you more success in your individual stocks. So now that we've covered all that, let's go ahead, jump right into the Vectorvest 7 software and see how easy it is to find stocks using the stochastics and also how to put it into practice on the charts. So we'll simply get out of here. And diving into Vectorvest 7, as you can see, we are in the Unisearch tool once again. This is our scanning capabilities where we have almost 300 pre-built searches right here for you that you can automatically use, or you can customize and build your own as well. So we're gonna go to the ProTrader folder, which once again does require the add-on tool, the ProTrader add-on tool. And if we scroll down to the very bottom of the ProTrader folder, you have the Stochastics crossing above 20. Now, once again, if you recall, Below that level of 20 indicates an oversold condition of the stock. And just like with any overbought, oversold indicator, just because it gets to that overbought or oversold territory doesn't mean it's going to instantly start reversing and moving the other way. So what you're waiting for with overbought, oversold indicators is to see it climbing back above that level of 20 for this specific example, indicating that the stock is coming out of that oversold territory and starting to climb higher, most likely heading towards that overbought territory. So what this search is already doing here is looking for the stocks that are having that percent K crossing above that level of 20 as of today. And then once again, the basic parameters, the stock price has to be greater than a dollar, has to have decent average volume, can't be a penny stock or a country TF, etc. So with a simple click of my mouse, instead of having to go through hundreds of graphs trying to identify the stocks that are meeting this criteria right now, the Vectorvest software and using the ProTrader tool with a simple click of my mouse will automatically bring me back all the stocks that are having that stochastic crossover or stochastic breakout above 20 as of right now, saving myself a whole lot of time. And now once again, before we jump into the graphs today, why I've still got you guys here, make sure to let me know down in the comments below what indicator you wanna see in next week's series update. So now that we've got that here, what I'll simply do is graph all of them and pulling up my first stock, Diana Shipping. So I'll just simply remove the MACD, take off volume for right now, add on the stochastics here. 
We'll even remove the moving averages that I have on here, put on volume at the bottom, because volume is always important to look at. But then just to quickly cover what we see for right now, we have the buy, hold, and sell rating bar at the very top. We see the price shown in candlesticks. And then below there, we have the stochastics. And then below that, the volume. And on the right-hand side where I have stochastic oscillators showing, you can see I'm looking at a slow 14 and 3. That's the most commonly used settings for the stochastics. If you ever want to customize that or change that, all you have to do is right click on it and you can go to change settings and you can customize your stochastic oscillator settings here. But we're going to stick with the defaults for today to keep it simple for everybody out there. All right. So what I want to do before we even start to dive into this one, I want to go ahead and use the horizontal line here and put a line right at that level of 20 and then put a line right around that level of 80. So now that we've got those lines in. Let's go ahead, zoom in to a three month chart and looking at Diana shipping. As you can see, this stock has been at its peak was overbought here. Then all of a sudden when the stochastics broke down below that level of 80 was right there. You saw the stock continuing to slide. Now this has a perfect example without even trying to a perfect example of those divergences we were talking about. So if you see here, looking at the stochastics, you have the percent K, which is the white line. And then the red line is the percent D. You can see the percent K was at 3.586 as of the 13th of June. Then all of a sudden here, you had it at 4.3788. Looking at price, price was hitting a new low. Stochastics were hitting a higher low, creating that divergence we were looking for. But once again, just because a stock gets an overbought or oversold territory doesn't mean it's going to instantly reverse. So what you do is you wait until you have that breakout above that level of 20 or coming out of oversold territory. And then you could use another indicator, to confirm that, or that would be your entry right there. Let's say on the 30th, it went down a little bit more, but then started climbing back higher. And then you had this nice little run coming in here. So at that point, you had the divergence telling you, hey, it's time to pay close attention to it. Then a few weeks later, you had it come out of that oversold territory, indicating that, you know, a new momentum shift or a new swing higher is in the cards here. And then took a sideways move for a little bit longer, but the uptrend finally started forming. This is why instead of waiting throughout this part, you could add another technical indicator with which once again, we'll talk about later on in the series but you could add another technical indicator to give you an even more precise entry rather than just going off of that. But as we talked about, just because a stock is overbought or oversold doesn't mean that that's the time to go jump on board. The reason if you look right here on the 20th of July, the stock broke above that level of 80 indicating that it was in overbought territory. And if you sold at that point, well, you missed out on the rest of the run. So this is why you wait as long as it stays in overbought territory, that's fine. Once it starts coming out of overbought territory, that's when you should start protecting your profits. So as we saw here, right at the peak over the last three months, got out just three days later, and then right here, got out right here, and then it continued to move lower. But now all of a sudden, you see that it's forming a base, it hit that oversold territory, so this may be one to keep on our radar to see if it can start to climb back higher again. Let's move on to the next one. 
NERV, another one that hit that oversold territory, came tumbling back down, and now starting to potentially turn back up. Now, as always though, here at Vectorvest, we consider ourselves to be trend followers. So pro tip for everybody watching right now, if you are following Vectorvest, make sure that the market timing is always telling us it's okay to be buying before you go buy any of these stocks. If the market timing is telling us simply do not buy or hold off or use caution, then most likely we'll simply sit on our hands and wait for a better day. So when you combine the power of the market timing that Vectorvest provides, that will greatly improve your success rate when following any of this sort of technical analysis. All right, so NERV, we can see starting to move higher here today, but once again, this is a pretty volatile one, so if you're not comfortable with it, move on. You know, Vectorvest tracks over 9,200 stocks just in the US markets alone, and so therefore, you never need to settle on a stock. If you're spending more than 20 to 30 seconds looking at the chart of a stock, most likely you're trying to find a reason to convince yourself to buy it rather than having the stock sell itself to you. And if you're trying to find a reason to convince yourself to buy it, you're most likely allowing your emotions to cloud your judgment and to potentially ruin your investing. So remove those emotions and buy something that sells itself to you. Don't buy it if you're trying to find a reason to purchase it. All right, moving on to the next one, RBCN. So if I use a horizontal line, Here's that level overbought. You can see gapped up, stayed in that overbought territory for a while, but this is where the false signals can come in. And once again, why it's beneficial to use a secondary indicator with the stochastics. So as you can see, the overbought oversold territory or overbought crossover to the downside came around the end of July. Stock still moved sideways, but stochastics fell, indicating that that short-term momentum was waning. Well. Then the stock did have a slight pullback here as of late, but now starting to creep back higher, trying to move higher once again. Moving on to the next one, DX, a REIT. Looking at it here, let's put on our levels of overbought and oversold. And then put back on our crosshair cursor. You see it pulled back, got pretty close to that level of overbought or, or, or excuse me, Got pretty close to that level of overbought here back around the beginning of June. Sold off, got to that oversold territory. Now this one happened to be a quick reversal. You had a bullish candlestick pattern and then all of a sudden you broke above that level of 20, started moving higher and you can see it stayed in that overbought territory for quite some time. Then all of a sudden prices started moving higher, stochastics started drifting lower. What does that give us? A bearish divergence suggesting that as price was moving higher, that upward momentum was dissipating. Well, then all of a sudden at that peak, you had a reversal sign here with the tall candle or tall wick on top of that candle. Stock started coming down lower and moved down sharply lower as of today. Now it's trying to climb back, but still at this point with it right at that level of 20, we're gonna be patient with it. And also the market timing is telling us not to be buying right now anyways. So this could be one we could add to our radar. Now, this is as of right now. If you're watching this past the date that I was recording this, obviously you'd wanna update this with whatever stocks are showing at that time. And then we move down, take a look at one more, DAC. Once again, we'll put on the overbought level of 80 and then put on the oversold level of 20. Switch our crosshair cursor. We can see it was coming up into a nice uptrend hit overbought territory the day before the official high, 
tall wick on top of that candle, closing in the lower 50%, indicating a potential reversal coming in. In overbought territory, stock started sliding lower. But then, as it was moving lower, look at the stochastics. It was steadily moving higher, staying in oversold territory, but still picking up steam to the upside. Then you had the breakout here, captured this nice run. So hopefully today's session helps you guys understand stochastics a little bit more, and hopefully you can start implementing this in your own portfolio. These divergences and these conditions can be extremely useful in lots of different scenarios and a lot of different stocks that most likely a lot of people are holding. So once again, thank you all for tuning in here today. Let me know what indicators you guys want to see next down in the comments below. And until next time, take care, adios, and toodles. for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.